Wade, how are your tomatoes doing? Oh crap, my tomatoes. Welcome to today's process. Stay connected to the land. Stand up, push forward, let's light the lantern. How does the husband entrepreneur escape the understory while still having a marriage that not just survives, but thrives in an environment where modern business is under attack? The fog of the understory covers everything, and we are surrounded by monsters and bandits. My name is Wade Skalski, the understory lawyer, and we will face them together as we build the classic American business. Admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in the understory against your will and those of you who are in the understory on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. I am fired up to talk to you today. All right. So as most of you know, or at least those of you who listen to the podcast, if you're new to the podcast, I'm about to explain it to you. I am um, in some ways a farmer. So I have taken it upon myself to grow, start to grow some food because my goal is within three years to to is to two to three years to, to grow a substantial amount of my family's food. Now, the reason why I do that is some people are out there and they're going all conspiracy theory right now because things are going crazy. And when things go crazy, the conspiracy theory people get kind of ramped up. Okay. And so I'm not saying there are conspira- aren't conspiracies. We remember my, my heuristic for determining if you believe in conspiracies or not. You get to know everything, but they know you know. Do you take that deal? And pretty much if you're smart, everyone will be like, nope, because you're going to get a Tomahawk missile in your house. <laughs> so there's there's stuff out there, obviously. There, 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 are, there are forces out there moving things around. To the extent that they're doing that, I don't know. To the extent that it's impacting my life, I don't know, right? So I have zero control over it, and the plan remains the same, as I'd like to tell my wife. It is protect yourself, protect your family, protect your community, build the classic American business. That's it. That's the plan. Cause that plan remains the same no matter what's happening out there, because you need to have a platform and you need to have a classic American business. And if you have those two things, you'll have resources and you may have the ability to influence some things, but until you have those things, you don't have squat. So that's the plan. And, um, what, what the thing about my, my, my victory garden. So I have two methods that I'm using food right now. I'm messing around with, um, a hydroponic tower in my garage where I'm growing, uh, fruits and vegetables. And I have a side garden on the side of my house, um, that I just got pots. So I'm kind of trying to do some pot growing right now. That's funny. I'm not doing pot growing in my garage. I'm doing fruits and vegetables. Um, but I'm growing with pots on the side of uh, my house. You have to be very careful these days about how you, uh, about how you, you, you say things, um, <laughs> well, Virginia, I think Virginia decriminalized marijuana. So, uh, I guess I could grow pot if I wanted to, but I don't. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty straight edge these days. So I'm not even drinking gin fizzes right now. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm only, my only, uh, thing that's going to impact my brain is exercise and, uh, and going into the, into the, e, into the ether and thinking like, that's how I can get my brain to be altered these days. And it's uh, that's plenty. Trust me. So all right. So in the in the garage, I have the hydroponic garden, which is getting plenty of water because there's a pump that does it automatically. So it gets the perfect amount of water, but it's not getting enough sun. And then on the side of the house, I'm getting uh, it's, it gets plenty of sun. But here's the problem with the side of the house. It's on the side of my house. And so I don't actually see it every day. And so 
I haven't been necessarily paying attention to how much I need to be watering it. So when someone's like, how are your tomatoes coming? I'm like, oh crap, my tomatoes. And I run out there and I water them. And so my tomatoes aren't doing that great. So there is a tomato or two on there. They're kind of growing, but there's my tomato plants alternate between wilting and, and sucking up all the water I put in there. And then when it rains. So I got some beets out there and I got some radishes. The radishes were a complete fail, not enough water. Um, so now I'm letting them go to seed. I'm going to see if I can take some seeds from them and then um, do another pot of radishes. So at least I can take a win with the heirloom. It's going to be a win no matter what, because here's what I've learned is uh, apparently farming. You need to pay attention to your plants like pretty regularly, right? It's not something where you just throw them in the ground and uh, they just grow. And this makes sense. If you think about it, when you hear about like when our pilgrim ancestors came to the, to the, to here and, and uh, they couldn't get crops to grow. Right. So that was kind of a problem. And uh, so it's not just throwing the seeds in the ground and they magically appear. It takes work. And I knew this intrinsically, but um, this is a lesson that I needed to learn with my farming. And how does this relate to being a husband entrepreneur? Where here's how, how are you turning on Victory Garden? One moment, please. All right. I had to unplug it. I decided to leave it in because when I walked in here, uh, the victory garden was going and it's on a 47 minute timer and it has not been 47 minutes since I walked in here. So I guess the victory garden just wanted to say hello. So, uh, so anyways, this, how does this relate to you? Well, this is how this relates to the husband entrepreneur is this, is that you must have a connection to the land when you're a farmer. Okay. And you must also tend your crops, obviously. You're like, of course, Wade, that's obvious. Well, I don't know. I've never done it before. So I I guess I I need to tend my crops more than I was tending them. And for you, when you're building the classic American business, there's, there's two, you know, remember being a husband entrepreneur or being an understory ranger is three things. It's husband entrepreneur plus farmer plus wizard equals understory ranger. Now, you don't have to get all into the the kookiness of that. You can just think about it in terms of like the archetypes of those things and the skills that are required to do, to do those things. And that's kind of what it takes to, to make it right. Like, so we're going to talk about the farmer and the thing about the farmer is like a good farmer, like your archetypical farmer is you have this vision of him and he's, he's like doing his thing. And then at some point in the day, he just reaches down he grabs the soil and he just lets it flow through his hands. And he just, he just has a moment with his land. Right. Now, I don't know if you're going to have that moment. I can't have that moment with my hydroponic garden and I'm not having that moment with my pots. But with your business, you need to have a connection to the land. You need to tend to your business regularly, which is obvious. You know this, but you need to have a connection to the land. And the, the purpose of the land is to grow crops. If you're a farmer, what is the purpose of your classic American business? What does it produce? And that is what you need to stay connected to. Because if you get off topic, if you flow off topic and you start to inject other, other cockamamie things in there, then what happens is, is that your business loses its, its form, right? So I don't have anything against people having social causes, political causes, whatever it is that you want, right? But those things do not belong in a classic American business, there's a company right now called Basecamp, which is they're they're kind of coming to this realization because they're like, look, we have a specific customer, we have a specific product, and this is the solution that we have, and your job is to come here and to work. And they're 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 taking that stance early as as they're starting to lose connection to the land. Because there are people that are in their organization that have other interests that are not in alignment with with what they want to produce, right? Just by definition, 
if you come in and you have another interest, it could be the best interest in the whole wide world, right? I'm not casting any judgment on any kind of political or social issue or, or freedom issue or whatever, but your business has a very, your business has a very specific job. And that's to solve a very specific problem for a very specific person. And anything that is in excess of that does not belong in the business. A farmer is not sitting there and he's like, I'm going to build, you know, he does not, he does not have a big field on his land. And then he cuts out a, a section of the middle of it and throws like throws a guest house on there. He does not do that. That's not the purpose of the field. He stays connected to the land and what its purpose is. And so the core tenet of the, of the, the classic American business is, is that you don't have to get, you don't, if you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, all right, I'm making a widget, right? Here's my widget. I've got my widget. Now, now the second part of this is how is this widget going to impact the political landscape? How am I going to attach social issues to this widget? How am I going to, um, make sure that my organization, um, in creating this widget is like sustainable to all political aspects. Okay. You're, that is a, you're going to destroy your business. And if, if you get your business off the ground, the end point is not, it's not going to make it. It's, it's some, it, you could be six years from now and that concept is going to destroy your business. That's why the guys in base camp is like, Oh, this is going to mess up with this. We cannot do this. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that those issues, um, I'm not saying that those issues aren't important and don't need to be addressed. They just don't need to be addressed in business in the classic American business. And that's, there are plenty there. Listen, there's, there's plenty of people espousing conscious capitalism, you know, states are putting that you can do, um, c- certain types of corporations that are like, you know, a, a hybrid of a sort of a social conscious corporation. You can do all that. That's fine. No problem. But the way that I kind of look at those things is that, is that the purpose of the, your business is to build a platform to protect yourself, to protect your family. And then you can, then you can protect your business or you can protect your community through your platform and through your monetary resources and through your time. When you get to a point to where you're able to have some level of influence, it is your business, which is the engine, which gives you that influence. The business is not the method in which you exert that influence on those social issues, environmental issues, religious issues, whatever it is. Your business is just like the more complicated a car engine gets, the more difficult it is to maintain and to fix. There are tractors that they built in the forties that still work great. And there you can, you can make parts of them in your garage because they just do one thing and they don't care about, they don't care about their, how much exhaust they put out. They don't care about, um, any of those things. They just work. It's the same thing. Like there's that sometimes, sometimes you have to, uh, sometimes you have, you have to, yeah, sometimes you have to break a few eggs to make an omelet. No, that's not what I'm saying. Um, well, that's an appropriate, appropriate thing to talk about perhaps, but not on this podcast. Don't go into the understory with your flip flops, Wade. So, um, the, uh, so for our dishwasher, we had, we kept trying to get these like environmentally conscious pods and they don't work. They just don't work. You put them in there, they don't work. And then I have like the triple quantum, the quantum pods that are like, they're chemicals upon chemicals upon chemicals, right? The chemicals have chemicals. That thing works. So we use that because it works. Sometimes things get a little messy, but they work. Okay. And that's just, let's be adults. Let's have nuance and 
you, what do you want? Do you want a business? Do you want a business that is like confusing and it's confusing to you? And you're always worried about what you're, what you're, you're always worried about how your employees are going to take it. Like, look, you don't have time for that. If the, if the difference between winning and losing is a micron, then you don't have time to be confused and neither do your employees. You, you don't want to put an additional fog of the understory on your classic American business. And again, I'm not saying that these things aren't, don't need to be addressed, but I'm saying is there's a different, there is a more successful method for doing that. And that is once you've established your business, it can be the engine to allow you to do those things personally. Then you go off and you make the nonprofit that solves the social justice problem that you care about. Then you go off and you create the nonprofit that, that solves the environmental issue that you care about. Then you go off and you create the nonprofit that's, that um, advocates the religious stances that you want to take. But it gets really, it just gets twisted too fast. So when you're, so you have, you have, you're in two positions. One, if you're building your business from the very outset, you must be very clear. We do not discuss politics here. We do not discuss whatever religion here, whatever you, we are, we are the classic American business. We just fix things for people. Now I have to be intellectually, I have to be intellectually honest. Um, because I have, I, I, I have a thing where I would like to make like a Christian based business, right? Like I would like to kind of to lead with that sometimes. And I feel that way, like, Oh, we do this. It's just, no, because then you make, then you, then you, I I don't, I don't think that I can do that intellectually. I think that, I think that it's better, you know, I can't be up here saying, um, that we're not going to do political things in the business, but you can do religious things in the business. I, I just, is not, that's, that's not the classic American business. Now there are overtones of religion in the classic American business. I mean, when you, when you had your business on, um, oh no, I just solved that for myself. All right, good. See, this podcast is as much for me as it is for you. So like, think of your old Western town, right? Like your dude, your dude had the grocery store or the drugstore or whatever. And then he went to church on Sunday and everybody saw him in church on Sunday. And then the church solved the things in the town. Right. So, you know, I, I'm always wary of people that advertise, I'm always wary with people that advertise for Christian businesses. I had a good friend of mine once who's a very powerful man, very powerful Christian. And he said the same thing to me and it made me think, start to think about it. And, and I think he's right. And the reason is that, you know, it's lead by your actions, lead by your example, not with your words. I said your words because then it's a marketing ploy and I don't really want to market my religion as, as, a reason to do business with me. I want you to do business with me because I do a good job and because I treat you fairly and we collaborate. So I just solved that for me because that's effectively what they used to do is they would build their businesses and then they would through the church, the, the church would take care of the community. And that was, there was pretty much a, a pretty, there was a pretty, a pretty clear distinction between those things. And so we're going to keep those things in the classic American business. We're going to, we're going to keep a distinction between all those things, solve the widget solve the problem, figure out what the problem is, make the widget to fix it, and then build a platform advocating that and stay away. Don't get, you know, stay away from this is my widget solves these political problems for you because people don't want to engage in complex ideological analyses when they're trying to buy a toaster. It's like everyone is so encumbered by does this toaster, is this toaster in alignment with my values? Just knock it off, right? Build the platform, build the business. 
and then figure out how you want to protect your community and then do it through your personal, your personal efforts and the money and the time that your engine affords you stay connected to the land. The land is what gives you your crops. Tend it, stay connected to it. Don't lose focus. So what I want you to do is take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, field journal take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, go get one. You're going to need one from time to time. But for right now, what I want you to do is take out your Unicorn Trapper Keeper from the fifth grade. And I simply want you to write down, stay connected to land. And just remember, there is no end if you've seen the path of understanding. All right, husband entrepreneurs, I know you want to escape the current understory that you're trapped in. I get it. I've been there. But in order to do that, you're going to need a creative clearing, a place to stand where you can make decisions in confidence and clarity. I'm not going to promise you some magical course or coach or codex, but I cannot help you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Subscribe to my email list at understory.news. Raise your hand and say, let's get out of here together. The podcast has the philosophy, but the daily emails have the insights. Raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Let's light the lantern. Subscribe at understory.news. The path of understanding never ends. But that does not mean you cannot get to where you want to go. Subscribe to my email list at understory.news. Go light the lantern.